0: Hey, it's Joey Salvia here. Call it what you will. Cubana Gay, the Cuban sandwich crisis, our very own Carl. Ruiz started a big controversy between New Jersey, Florida, and pretty much the rest of the country. And that's coming up. But first, 888-505-OPI for a couple of calls.
1: Opie, okay, Carl, it's Mark from Northeast Philly. Yeah,
2: baby, nothing is hotter than your fucking episode your last five episodes than my
3: fucking eagles how about that win e-a-g-l-e-s fuck all you super bowl baby here we come again Boo! uh
0: congratulations mark you just jinxed your whole fucking city thank you carry on
1: opie carl sean rossler again from the course grind podcast listen i'm driving uh two and a half hours down to philadelphia and I am just catching episode 70. And, uh, Opie specifically, I have to tell you the audio that you put out there with the victim of the abuse is exactly the reason that you have been, are, and always will be one of the most profound, effective, professional, and just straight up entertaining voices in radio and now podcast. That was incredible radio. I was riveted. And uh, it just keeps getting better, dude. Um, 2019, big year, big start. Called you, messaged you about the Centralia episode. Uh, Call me back, man. Sean Rossler, Course Ground Podcast. Peace.
4: I find myself at Westwood One Studios with Littlefoot. Hello. Hi <laughs> Littlefoot. And Chef Carl. Yeah, oh, Chef Carl. Well, Brother Wee's likes to call you Chef Carl. I do. I do like it. I like calling you Cubes. Lamb chops. Uh, I like calling you lamb chap. Right. When you're behaving. (laughs) Uh, No, but we're here at the Westwood One Studios to really uh, break down the whole Cuban sandwich controversy that you started. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wasn't that crazy? Can we start with the news story? Because I'm just minding my own business after Rochester, right? Right. Just kind of laying around, you know, on YouTube, going into some deep places like we discussed. Right. And all of a sudden, I'm like... What the hell's going on with Carl? You're sending me clips. The the news is picking up on the fact that you said this place has the best Cuban sandwich. I went viral. Uh, You went more than viral. It was pretty insane. Like an outbreak. It was an outbreak. Yeah. So let's start with the news clip, I guess, from uh, who gets the credit? I guess News 12 in New Jersey. All right. Check this out. Hey, New Jersey's got
5: great pizza, (laughs) Yes, but how
6: about the best Cuban sandwich? How
5: about it? One celebrity chef's giving the title to New Jersey, and as you can imagine, it is setting off a firestorm around the food world.
1: News 12 in Jersey's Brian Donahue with
6: more tonight. It's hipster-proof. There's nothing here. There's (laughs) nobody with a handlebar mustache, no knife and fork tattoos, no nothing. This is just the same way they've started making it since 1960, so now it's
1: perfect. Carl Ruiz has eaten a lot of Cuban sandwiches in a lot of places, 500 plus he estimates. So when the North Jersey Native and Food Network star declared in an interview with nj.com that this sandwich served up at La Pola in West New York was the best in the nation, well, it carried some weight. I, I
6: didn't believe myself
1: that the best sandwich could be, the best Cuban sandwich could be in New Jersey. But it is on social media it also raised the hackles of floridians especially mm. in tampa where the cuban sandwich is considered to have been invented which as is a bullshit. meal for cigar factory workers lunch pails and when i get a, i get a, a tweet from the mayor of tampa telling me absolutely no
6: way then from the mayor of st petersburg i'm like oh my god what did
4: i do
1: I'm not choosing a dog in this fight, never been to Tampa, but it's great to see a light shone on one of those great jersey joints that deserves its moment in the sun. La Pola, where the cars are double parked out front, where owners Amini and Maria Rico are still working in their 70s, and their son Joe is still cutting the ham and pork by hand the way his dad taught him. And where a young Carl Ruiz was first brought by his mother
3: for his first (laughs) Cuban sandwich.
1: I'm Brian Donahue, and that was Positively New Jersey. Number <laughs> <laughs> well, one.
5: Ruiz says he's eaten at all the Florida Listen. shops famous for their Cuban sandwiches, but if few of any of his critics have come to New Jersey to try La Pola, maybe Thank that you. will soon be changing. Okay. The lines already look long there.
3: They do. Oh, Sorry, how do you like that? Yeah.
4: I like it. I, I, I hate the news. Yeah. No matter, even though they're talking about my pal Carl Ruiz, and they got, best buds, and they got your name right right off the bat. I, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how to say your last name. It's not, it's not like they were doing a podcast with me,
6: being on the radio with me for five years.
4: So, <laughs> were you watching? Like, who's
6: they talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> who's that? Carl, that like, guy has a name like yours. No,
1: since
4: we first met, you you told me about the uh, the food culture and the foodies, and I I really never truly believed it right until. Uh, last week with the Cuban sandwich uh, controversy, people take their food very seriously. Very, very serious, very serious. So h- how did this come about? Because I mean, you were, t- you know, everyone knows you on uh, on your social media for Ruizing and all that. R right. u i z i n g and you- and you're making uh, your opinions known left and right. Yeah. Why this one? Why did this thing take off?
6: I think I think uh, this one took off because people. Uh, this is one of those things and it's going to start happening with a lot of stuff. And and it what it is is people are thinking just because an area is known for a certain thing, uh makes it the best. And it's not. Right. That's not true. I think um the, the advent of technology and and chefs moving around uh you're going to find anomalies. You're going to find um great barbecue in places where they don't think. You know, like a lot of people think, you know, uh a lot of people think you got to go down south to get great barbecue, right? Or like, think like Texas, like, oh, you got to, you know, you want brisket, you got to go to Texas. But guess what? But our
4: boy in Brooklyn's doing a good Bill job. Bill Dirty
6: crushes most He's of those Durney's dudes. He's crushing it, crushing it
4: at hometown,
6: at hometown. And and the thing is, is here's the thing: uh, just because you're in Texas, that doesn't keep you safe. I mean, I've been I've been on barbecue tours in Texas, and I've eaten a lot of barbecue more than a lot of those Southerners, you know, because I come in with you know TV money. Yeah. And uh, and I get to eat a lot of places, and i and I can knock out three or four places. A lot of barbecue in Texas is shit. A lot of barbecue in Texas is shit. Like, oh, you know, uh, California has a lot the best tacos, but a lot of it's garbage. A lot of it is garbage.
4: Where's the best barbecue? Let's get your next controversy going. No,
6: you know what? The, the whole thing is barbecue. It's there's more of it. I, there's I, I, too I, many too many things. I think the best beef rib in the country is is Bill Durney. in, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn and in Brooklyn. hometown. It's the best one in the country. Wow,
4: awesome. By a lot. Wow, really? Yeah. Not even close. I don't think so. So have you been going to this place in West uh, uh, West New York? West New York, by the way, is in Jersey. For yeah. For people that are going to get confused by that. Uh, why, why that place? And how did you discover it for the best Cuban sandwich? So I discovered it. It, it was funny. We were on vacation in Tampa.
6: And, you know, we'd go down and get the Cuban sandwiches. And one day there's a guy, we're at this place called Columbia, which is, they say they they were the first people to do the Cuban sandwich. Um, They've been open since 1905, which is, um, I I need this because I'm going to, hold
4: on. I was just trying to get rid of the buzzing. I thought you were stealing my ship. (laughs) No,
6: you panicked. I got panicked. (laughs) So, um, so we, um. I, we were there, and the guy that worked there, he goes, "Hey, listen, you know, if you want the, re- you know, a really good Cuban sandwich, it's in." He didn't know we were from New Jersey. He goes, "There's this place, La Pola, that's the best."
4: Wait, so the dude in Tampa, Tampa that on worked to La Pola, right?
6: No kidding. No fucking kidding. And I went up there, and I remember I was a kid, and my mother, you know, my mother comes. My grandmother was a caterer in Havana. I mean, you know, these people knew they knew about food, and. I, so I remember the, uh, my mother's eyes when she ate the, the Cuban sandwich. She said a Cuban sandwich. It's like almost like goddamn. She's like, Cono! you know, like this is this is the shit. And from that day, believe it or not, I set out to disprove my mother. Do you know how things work? Yeah, it's yeah, the of absolute course. opposite. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, no way. No way. My mom knows nothing about food. She can barely drive, she drives into every Garbage can and <laughs> mm, she falls up the stairs.
4: <laughs> you know, yeah.
6: She's never got my spelling right on any birthday cake for like twelve years.
4: <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh,
6: leave. <laughs> That's what I did. But but it was it was almost a, a negative way that I went on a, on a thing. So over the years, I tra- everywhere I traveled, I would get the Cuban sandwich, and my buddy. I spent a lot of time in Tampa. My best friend got killed in a car accident in Tampa. I was in Tampa a, lot, a long time. That's a story. I'm going to tell you one day. It was a crazy story. But I ate at every great place in Tampa. And I'm like, wait a second. No bueno. I mean, they're delicious. They have a specific bread. They're the kings of Cuban bread. Uh, they put a palmetto leaf on them. It gives Ooh, them a sourdough nice. taste to them. It's really nice. But... uh they just didn't have what the La Pola had. The La Pola had was a better sandwich, right? And I'm being—I was being completely objective.
4: So you made uh, this uh, uh, decision years ago, ten years ago, ten years ago, and you've been trying to disprove it, and you've been trying to find a place that's for, better for, for for ten years. For oh, ten so years. this didn't come out of nowhere, no. And why uh, Tampa for the Cuban sandwich? I know a lot of the cigar factories ended up in Tampa, right? Well, so a lot of Cubans right. migrated well, here's the to Tampa. Thing. Here's the thing, because I would think sorry. Tampa for some reason. Wait, but but yeah. hear me out. Not being a foodie, yeah. I would think Cuban sandwich, Miami, Key West, a lot more Cubans down in those areas at first. Nope. So, so I would assume that you know that's where the best uh, Cuban sandwich would be. Right. Why Tampa? That's a, but kind of far from. Uh, well, here's here's how it, Miami. Let's
6: let's go backwards, backwards, backwards. Um. The Cuban sandwich, people said it was invented in Tampa, which is wrong, 100% wrong. Uh, Tampa, the reason they got their ru- their feathers ruffled with me was because their city council, I mean, I guess they took a break from trying to make the buses run. And they <laughs> decided that they were going to make, uh, they were going to declare uh, the Cuban sandwich Tampa sandwich. So a lot of these armchair historians, you know, they just decided that they're going to create the history. and They would say stupid shit, right? But the Cubans have been making a Cuban-type sandwich since the 1500s. Since the 1500s. Wow. Um, they used to not make Cuban bread. Obviously, they used a thing called cassava, which is they would make, they would grind down yuca, which is a tuber, and they would make cassava bread, and they would put whatever vegetable, you know, pork or whatever they had in a sandwich, and it would keep evolving. It would keep evolving. Um, and then the real murky history is involved in another sandwich called a media which means which means midnight. And that's a Cuban sandwich on a egg type bread on an eggy type bread and they would give those out to the club goers, you know, after midnight at the at the dance clubs because you were all rummed up and mojitoed up and partying. <laughs> so as the cigar industry started, you know, there was a lot of trade between between Cuba and the United States as far as cigars were concerned. But um, the first time that people ever saw a Cuban sandwich was in uh, Key West because that's where the tobacco was. That's where they would ship the tobacco. As the tobacco started growing, Key West was very difficult. It was very difficult to get to. It was subject to storms. It was always a problem. So they found the nearest place that had railroads and a deep bay where they could bring in these bulk things, Tampa.
3: Wow.
6: Okay. And then the sandwich. Now it makes sense. And the sandwich followed. And then Tampa, Tampa's the only place where they put salami in the Cuban sandwich because they had an Italian population. So... Actually, the, the, the Cuban sandwich in Tampa wasn't even called the Cuban sandwich. It was called a mixto, which means a mixed sandwich. So the real Cubans knew, like, you guys are making a mixed sandwich. It's not even our sandwich. Imagine that. So somehow Tampa said it was theirs and it was born there, but it wasn't. And uh, there's an old bakery there called La Segunda. They've been making the bread since 1901. They're, you know, but 1901 is nothing compared to 1500s. I yeah. mean, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, most people choose history whenever they want to start it. But it comes from behind there. Um, it's very hard for any city to claim they invented a sandwich. You know, because of our European roots and our South American roots. But they
4: take pride in the fact that to they big and, and quote and I think, invented the and, Cuban sandwich. And you
6: and you probably see this now. People get really yeah, they get really crazy. But they get crazy in an ignorant way.
4: Oh, if Tampa's the best. Where
6: I don't know. Do right.
4: you know what I mean? Did they adjust their sandwich? Or, what do you mean, do they adjust the sandwich? Do they go back to the traditional Cuban sandwich?
6: Uh, you can get it some places, but some places in Tampa, they, they put lettuce in on them, mayo on them, right. things that just happen. And
4: what happened to the uh, cigar industry in Tampa? Because there used to be a ton of factories. I, I, I know that much. Well, the cigar... And the, there's not many at this point, right? There's only one left. One cigar factory? There was 150 cigar
6: factories at one point in Tampa. They're all gone. All gone. Why? They're all gone. Well, because... Uh, like anything else, it got expensive to make cigars there, right? So now you can make them in Nicaragua,
4: Dominican Republic. Oh, you can see. make them in okay. all these
6: places, and it right. was it. You know, a lot of cheap cigars came out of Tampa. I mean, people, they're not, they're going to hate that too, but yeah. it's true. Right. You know, like.
4: So when you uh, went on your social media and said La Polla still has the best Cuban sandwich, and you've been trying to disprove this for 10 years did you expect uh, this whole thing to blow up like that? Well, what happened was, was
6: I? It wasn't even my what. I, so I'm. I was being interviewed by a guy who's like the biggest food guru in Jersey. His name is Pete Genovese. I love Pete Genovese. Pete's the best, right? Shout out, Pete. What's Stop, up, Pete? So, so Pete, I said, uh, he's best like, donuts. Yeah, yeah,
4: right. <laughs> yeah, I follow him. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, where is the best donut? Oh, Who cares? So, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> So, Pete, you've known Pete for a while. He I know for Pete. I'm a fan of Pete's. So, did he have the idea to talk about the Cuban sandwich at that point? Oh, no, I said, I said, you know
6: what? I want you to try some, Pete. Okay. And, you know, because he does the best of everything. And I said, this is the best Cuban sandwich. And he takes a bite out of it and he goes, it's a pretty damn good Cuban sandwich. I said, have you had any better in Jersey? He goes, no. I said, we well, ain't going to have anyone better in Tampa or in Miami, especially Miami. So then he's like, um, all right. So he goes right there and he tweets. He's like, Food Network chef says that it's and immediately I saw the the governor the mayor of Tampa was like no way we have the best I'm like <laughs> that's right because everyone everyone wants the fucking mayor the chef mayor <laughs> what is you're just, mayor doesn't make you a chef like what are you talking about right and then the mayor of Saint Petersburg tried to jump in and everyone's like shut up. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't your fault. Yeah. He's like, come to come to Clearwater. <laughs> I was like, boo, Clearwater. <laughs> That's hilarious. Let the big boys. Let the, you
4: know, everyone wants to jump in Everybody on wants controversy. To, everyone
6: wants to jump in, and, and I said, uh, listen, guys, I I've tried every single one of your sandwiches. You have not tried this one. You're just saying because of the state. So I started making fun of them. I'm like. You know, and then I would send them back quotes. I'm like, the best burgers in the Northeast. <laughs> like, what do you, like, guys, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a real food guy. Like, if so, you're going to tell me something's better. Yeah. We got to go, you got to try this sandwich. And we got to go back and
4: forth. Like, this, this is for the people. Let's back up a second, though. So what? Uh, how does La Polla make their sandwich so people know out there? So Lapola, what they do is, first of all, <laughs>
6: what? The hell? Lapola, That was impressive. God, you say it. La polla. <laughs> You're saying the chicken. I'm how, saying how the dove. It, how is it La polla. Pollo is chicken. Right. Polla is dove. La polla. Say la polla. La boya. La boya means a girl's hoo-hoo. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. La <laughs> <laughs> All right. <yeah>. Spanish shock shock. <laughs> I'm getting
4: a handle of this. Spanish. <laughs> All right. All right. And take this to right, Univision. vision. I took six years. I suck. What'd you do? Wait, it's... spell it out and then I'll pronounce it. P O L A. Oh, so it's not the double L. No. Yeah. Uh, Lapolla.
6: <laughs> it's exactly
4: the same. Did I do the same no,
6: thing? No, nothing changed. You said the, <laughs> same,
4: the same thing. how do you say it again? Lapola. Lapola. Lapolla. La La, no, Lapola. You got an extra fucking part in your mouth. What are you talking about? Watch. Lapolla. Yeah.
6: Oh, my God. It sounds like it. you stroke that. I can't do it. Lapola.
4: La bola. Yeah, there you go. La La, bola. La bola. Yeah. All right. 64, senior year Spanish class. (laughs) Shout out to my Spanish teacher. She gave me the 65 to pass. Oh, yeah. God, aliens come now and take us. (laughs) The sixth year of Spanish, the whole class in Spanish. She didn't speak one word of English the entire uh, semester. Good, so that means you just didn't know what she was talking about. No, no. (laughs) My head was like. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so anyway, what makes their sandwich the best? So their bread is from a place called Cuba Bakery. Old Cubans, they've been there since the, um, the uh, early 60s. And they make the bread the same way, Cuban bread. Now, the Cuban bread is a very specific type of bread, right? It's a, Think of a French baguette, but we use lard in the bread. So we use animal fat. So that makes it, when you use it on a panini press or a plancha, we call it, It makes it very crispy because you're literally frying the fat in the bread. Wow. It's on.
4: That sounds awesome. Yes.
6: The bread tastes like a pork cookie. It's really good. And you brush margarine (laughs) on it. Cubans love margarine. Why? We love the flavor of margarine. Over butter? Oh, absolutely. Get the fuck out of here. I'm telling
4: you, it's a poor (laughs) island, Opie. All right, fucking Thurston? How about I was poor (laughs) And, and we had margarine growing we were, up. We were. as soon as I tasted that butter for the first time, there was no turning back.
6: How old are you? 30 How what? about that? <laughs> 30 what? Was that on your 35th birthday? <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: I
3: might have been, been poor when I was turning 30. <laughs> I knew it. As
4: <laughs> so, um, soon as I tasted butter over margarine. Oh, no, you because... stop. You sound like these Twitter people. Why would you use margarine? I'm going to choke you out through the thing. It's... I'll tell you something I enjoyed margarine on. Margarine was a, a margarine. lot. Margarine. Margarine. Ready? (laughs) Grandma, Waiting River, Beach House, lots of grandkids, not a lot of money. Right. Break out the wonder bread, lay it out, margarine up the 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 one side of the bread, pour the sugar over the margarine. Literally the best thing in the world. And then go like this. Yep. Slap it together and hand them out to the grandkids. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Margarine and sugar sugar on wonder bread.
6: Is one of the best tasting things.
4: You're the first person that agrees with this. Every time I've told this story over the years, people just mock me. What savage wouldn't think that's They perfect? mock me. Mock, fuck them. They're like, oh, how poor were
3: you? Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, oh
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your career now, whatever, funny guy? Go make your $100 and you stand
4: up. Wait, so you're the... I knew there was a reason we got along. Yeah, so that's you, why the best... It's... If I if After you had this pick, podcast, I'm going to go home and have a mart I think we have mar No, I don't have margarine in the house. I'm you don't have, have country crop? Go get some country crop. All right, all right. I'll get that, some sugar, and some uh, white bread, some Wonder Bread. So
6: margarine, margarine was um, a little bit, first of all, it was imported from the U.S., and we loved anything that came from the U.S. and Cuba, number one. And number two, it was a lot more stable. Right. Because uh, it's an oil base. It's not a fat base. It's not a butter base. You know what I mean? not a milk right. fat base. It's a, actually a hyd- hydrogenated or whatever they call that. Was that a polyfat? I'm not sure right now, but whatever. It's it's more stable. So remember, it doesn't. You're in hundred degrees. Yeah. You know, oh, is that it won't, won't turn,
4: right? It won't turn. Yeah.
6: yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's no refrigeration.
4: Oh, that's why the Cuban sandwich had Swiss cheese because you could leave Swiss cheese out. You you want to know something else about my grandma's house? They didn't believe in suntan lotion, so you just scorched out
3: every
4: weekend. And, are you and all you guys are like all gingers every weekend? That's why I get uh, pre pre skin cancer burned off my body constantly. So your
6: grandmother is the reason you're going to die.
4: Well, I, I'm I'm trying to stay ahead of it, <laughs> <laughs> but we would lay out and get just lobster red, weekend after weekend. I would put my when I wanted to rest on the sand, I would put my hands behind my head like this. So then my armpits would get sunburned. You haven't lived until you gotten. Uh, I don't uh, su- I don't burn sun, uh, sunburn on your armpits. I have tropical skin. I and then ready it. for this, then the night would come and we would stay at my grandma's house. But she didn't have the best bedding. She had army cots the with, wrong with, this with wool blankets. Oh. So imagine having a That's really a not bad having a sunburn, right?
3: With now a brillo laying, pad. Right. A green brillo pad. And now
4: you're laying in literally an army cot from like, I mean, this could have been from like World War II. Like if my grandma was alive, she'd be 109. So these army cots were old. And then there was the wool blankets on top of it in the middle of summer with no AC in our house. Best days of my life. Up top, no high five. This lady's a monster. She was my grandma. It doesn't you, people's grandmas can suck. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about like itching? Why does she have a shore house, night? huh? Uh, why not? They were cheap back then. I don't know, Opie, You got some you I mean you live like But that's that's the you truth you
3: live
6: like
4: a runaway your whole life. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> I, Elizabeth you. Smart. Oh, and then we would get the poison ivy because we would play in like the bushes next to our Nobody, house. Nobody does anyone so, watch so, you at any point? So imagine sunburn, really bad sunburn, poison ivy sometimes, not all the time. Then the uh the the uh <laughs> the army cots with the wool blankets.
6: How about the death Cheat and twins? What, what the fuck were they doing? Are they playing with the sharks? <laughs> did they have meat necklaces on playing
4: in the water? <laughs> they, were, they were relatively safe at Grandma's house. The <laughs> they learned okay. how to float by then. Yeah, they did okay over there. They taught themselves how to swim.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <laughs>
0: they were
7: sitting up on the deck with uh you know lifeguard shirts <laughs>
4: on. holy shit all my uncles were drunk back then and smoking and they that weren't no one great. was watching anyone and then they would put a raft out and you know maybe you could swim there maybe you couldn't the fuck but you had at least try right yeah because if, if you got to the raft it was a it was quite the accomplishment and then you can lay out and get more sunburn on the raft on the long. long island sound.
6: I hate. I, I hate your growing up life. I hate it. It and, makes me uncomfortable. And then
4: they built a nuclear power plant right down the beach from her house. Oh, that's where you live. <laughs> <laughs> and no one thought anything of that. No one even cared that you. No. Had, what was the name of that place? Silkwood. It was uh, Waiting River. Waiting River. Yeah. It is it was, still running? Uh, no. No. It never. It never officially ran. They had problems. What? A giant nuclear power plant that they never officially put online, or they did, but uh, for a very short time. The core got hot? And at night, as you're as you're in your army cot with the wool blanket, with the sunburn, maybe the poison ivy, right? right? And then my dad thought that vinegar was the way to get rid of the- Vinegar? Oh. Get rid of the burn of the sunburn, right? Then as you're trying to fall asleep, it's still bright as day because of the nuclear power plant. <laughs> what? A lot of lights there I don't know if it was For your uh, security or what And then you would just Hear a hum As you're trying to go to sleep Are you serious? I swear to God Opie, this is and, awful And None of the parents Thought anything of this I loved it though Yes, Robert
7: No, I was going I was visualizing the glow And
6: Yeah, would <laughs> that, be a, that wasn't It would
4: be a hum Like a that's nuclear shit happening. <laughs> <right>.
6: That's fusion. <laughs> the nice, warm sound of fusion. I but it wasn't.
4: A, the... I think that's why I got a big pecker. You think you got oh, a radio? You're a mutant. I got a, a radioactive you... pecker. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Rabbit out, <laughs> Joey. Fuck this sandwich <laughs> thing. What? Hope he's gone crazy from the drugs.
0: I don't want to picture his
7: junk. <laughs>
6: Oh yeah, God, I, I, got, so I didn't sick. get
7: sunburned You got radiation poisoning
6: <laughs> yeah.
4: Probably I don't have skin cancer You have cancer cancer <laughs> <laughs>
6: <That
4: problem. laughs> Anyway, so uh, la, pol- la, la, la Pola uh, You were right there La Pola La Pola La Pola La Pola, pola. pola. Yeah, Alright, did you explain the sandwich?
6: Uh, no yeah. So the Cuban sandwich Oh, has- you were to
4: explain the bread That's why I bread went has on the tangent. It. right Sorry
6: uh, Then just a little bit of yellow mustard Like a French's is perfect A little bit of yellow mustard uh, pickles sliced lengthwise, so you get a bite of pickle in every bite. Right. Uh, sweet ham on the bone. They roast it. They, they they there. They cure it themselves in salt and sugar, and pineapple juice. And then they slice it. Oh my god! To order, they slice this hot ham and they put it on. Then uh, roasted pork that's also cured and roasted right there at the store. They slice each sandwich to order. Swiss cheese and then a little bit of mojo, which is sour orange and fried garlic and olive oil with oregano, and then you put that on, and then you put it and you bake this whole sandwich in a little plancha, and then you cut it lengthwise. It's literally one of the best sandwiches in the world. You know what
4: would be better than this description of this sandwich? What's that? Eating it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's ours? Fuck you, people. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I had enough problems with this sandwich. The next thing I need is OP eating, like, eh, you know, I don't know. It's better than sugar bread.
7: Like, I tell you, it's one of my favorite sandwiches yeah, ever. It I'm Italian. This and is, this,
3: yeah.
6: yeah. Well, it has all the Italian notes that you would love in a sandwich.
4: Yeah. Did I ever tell you about my <laughs> uncle's friend? <Christ. laughs> this really he was friends with this.
6: What re- happened? Mike, what's going on? With
4: what this, With this really hot uh, blonde that had like a beach body. She was about 30, I was 12, and I was convinced that she was in love with me. Right. And I was trying to figure out how to make it all work. Did I ever tell you that? No, I'm all ears. <laughs> just because she was nice to me. And my stupid little brain uh, thought because she was nice that she was attracted to me sexually. And that we were going to have a life together. Did I ever tell you that story? No. Oh, okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> so
6: you're not going to tell me the fucking
3: story?
4: <laughs> or was
6: that the story? you just being a creep. There's not much else to it, man.
4: Oh, really. my God. I would. She would go for a walk with her friends, probably to get high and stuff, and maybe probably have sex with the lifeguards. But my stupid, immature brain would just sit in front of my uh, grandma's beach house while all my other cousins were off exploring and stuff, and going to the creek and doing some clamming and stuff in, in the polluted creek that was right next to the nuclear power plant. That's another story for another day. You slept. You, slept, you, you <laughs> swam in the rainwater from, <laughs> from the bed. plant, the runoff. They didn't think that was. Uh, they didn't think anything of. Of us wandering around in the creek that was right next to the nuclear power plant, well, you gotta assume that the the sewage was going into the creek, right? Yes. All the runoff, all that yeah, runoff. Water, water. Sure. That's yeah. why they built it there. So maybe my delusion helped me on, on that front because they were all exploring. As I'm thinking, this 30 year old that went down the beach to probably have sex with the lifeguard and get high. When she came back, she was gonna see that you know that I was I was I was the big get. So I would sit and wait Did for you ever bang her. Her? I, I would sit and wait for her. One time she brought me for ice cream, and I thought we were married. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were
6: married. Yeah. We, we, did, did you sh- ever hit on
4: her or anything? I was 12.
6: You want to hear a funny story? So, so actually today, I'm at this Italian restaurant. Yeah. And it's this awesome Italian restaurant um, in Hackensack, New Jersey, where they uh, – where they put out this buffet for 50 years and you, it's 15 bucks and you can eat and the grandma makes the raviolis and the pasta and you just sit there and eat constantly for five, it's unbelievable. So it's a gem, right? So the owner's daughter, the owner's 80, she she must be in her 60s or, you know, whatever. I'm sitting there and I'm eating with my buddy and I'm like, you know, I'm all over-sexed and tired <laughs> and, there and I'm drinking wine out of a box. <laughs> and, I'm like, I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and I'm like in my head, I'm like, wait a second, is this happening? Like in that movie, like uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio, when he's looking at the, when he's looking at his mother-in-law, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh yeah. Sure. And he's like, is this lady hitting on me, <laughs> right, right. right? So right. I'm sitting there and she's like looking at me and I'm with my buddy Maddie and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and all of a sudden just, I go, I trigger into automatic close mode. Right. Right? It's just a thing that I have. And now it's hyperdeveloped because I'm single. Because I got rid of the, the, the human cancer that was in my life. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait a second. Is this really happening? And all of a sudden I just start saying like a little bit awkward shit. You know what I mean? Because that's just what I do. Because you can. Because I can. Right. So I, I, I scan her real quick and I'm like, she's got no ring. I'm like, but man, then again, she's been making raviolis, but she took it off. You know what I mean? But I'm listening to her story, and she's not mentioning nothing. Or, and then I'm like, I just creep her out. I'm like, that shirt looks good on you. And I see my friend is like this is an old lady, and he's like, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> like he doesn't know. Like he's never seen a full-on attack, like in right in front of him. You know what I mean? And I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, I like that lipstick. You know what I mean? And the lady's like. She's older and she's loving every fucking set every every second of it. And I'm going full go. And all of a sudden Matt grabs me by the hand. He goes, Carl, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, well, we're going. <laughs> He's like, No, there's no going. She's just right. she's just being nice. Right. So I'm like, all right, maybe it's like maybe it's like maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just going. <laughs> right, maybe right, right. you know, maybe Matt's right. Matt's a good guy. He's honest with me. He's gonna tell me the truth.
4: Matty Rock? Matty Rock. Love Matty Rock. Matty Rock rocks. He agrees it's pork roll. No, he's Taylor Ham. Taylor Ham. Yeah. All right. So.
6: That was was the joke. Yeah. Because I know he
4: was obsessing that it was Taylor (laughs) Ham. So I figured I would spin that. He gets weird with that shit.
6: So I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. I don't, you know, maybe I'm just going crazy. I've been through a lot. I'm a little shell shocked and I'm, I'm going after everything. So let me just chill out. Let me drink my little wine in my box with my straw. All right. All of a sudden, out of the blue, she comes, puts down an espresso in front of me and a cannoli and brushes back her hand on top of my hand. I look at her and I go, motherfucker. I knew I was right. You were right I the whole right time. I was the whole time.
4: You got the espresso brush. I got the espresso brush. Old school Italian espresso brush. Uh, excuse me. It's pronounced Espresso.
6: Wrap it up, Joey.
0: No, 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 no. Greg is right. It's it's espresso. Come on, Carl. Step it up. You're a chef. You want your La pronounced right? Well, we Italians want espresso pronounced right.
3: What the
0: Even though Opie's probably Irish or whatever the fuck mixed.
6: I've what? had enough of
4: this. Who's laughing like a hyena in the other room? <laughs> 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 Got a free I, T-shirt. Good for you, though. You read the room. I read the room. You're smart.
6: And then I said, you know what? This is fucked up because we're... You know, I'm like Maddie's. You know, he's married. He's not
4: engaging like I'm engaging.
6: Don't the moral stories don't take people's
4: advice. Right. Yeah. You you have a sense that he doesn't. I yeah. Highly developed. Hi, highly, highly, highly developed. Highly developed. Good for you, Carl Ruiz. Yes. So uh, back to the controversy. So that's how they make their sandwich. It right. sounds delicious. And uh, and then it just blew up. Hey, dude, Everybody okay. wanted to talk to you. It's crazy, man. I think we got the interview you did with the Tampa radio station. Oh, that
6: was great. The guy, so the guy's been on the on the radio since 1970. So I knew that I was going into uncharted territory. So I knew. Meaning what? Well, no, number one, I'm going up against these warning guys, and they and they wanted to come and just take me apart. Sure. So then I do what I do, right? I came in. The first thing I did was I said this guy Jim, he's been on the radio since the 1970 in Tampa. Wow. Maine. And there's one thing I know about radio guys is they like talking about themselves. So the minute he he I minute I land, I hear the beep and I'm on, I'm like, he's like, dude Jim. I'm like, Jim, oh my God, my mom's gonna go crazy. You're a legend. You've been on in 1970. He goes, oh well, well yes. I've been uh, yes, I've been on the radio nineteen seven. you're the voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, oh uh, yes, yes. I'm like, all right, and it just Took the air out of their fucking, out that, of their sails. At that
4: point, they can't kill you. They can't kill me. Because I'm a fan. Are you really a fan,
6: though? No, I read it on Wikipedia. <laughs> That's right. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. I'm like, this guy's bullshitting. <laughs>
7: Beautiful. The bit about your mom was the best, though. Huh? The bit about your mom. Oh, my mom's
4: going to love the fact that I'm on yeah. the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's where you get them. Oh, even my mom. When right. I was growing up in the car, she was bringing me to soccer yeah. practice. I heard your voice yeah. coming through the radio. I'm almost, My name was almost Jim. Right.
6: Are you my dad? I mean, i got a lot of friends in Tampa. You know what? They're all good-hearted people, and they do have great sandwiches. Right. It's just not the best.
4: You want to know the twin story? Of course, you know, I love twin stories, are my favorite. You know, it's
6: my weak spot. <laughs>
4: <That's your> cri- <laughs> it's my kryptonite. Cri- <laughs> like, I'm out. Like, now I just want to hear about the twins. No, no, we're going to go back to the interview. You know, I, I know how to do this, right? Let's talk about. This we'll get, we're going to wrap this whole thing up nicely.
0: Okay, Greg's got that twin story coming up. Carl's got his Cuban sandwich controversy, and while Mikey the cop keeps laughing like Jabba the Hut sidekick, Salacious Crumb, <laughs> and Bobby Littlefoot's patiently awaiting a few stories. Let's help Greg's kids out with their college funds. After all, it is a free podcast.
4: Carl, we got a new sponsor to the Opie Radio podcast. Yes, Manscaped.com I got to read some of the copy. What's Don't the laugh car? at me. Okay, go ahead. Taming the briar patch, (laughs) (laughs) mowing the lawn, or trimming Yeti. Whatever you call it. It's about time we talked about manscaping. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, keep things trimmed and fresh below the waist. Nine out of 10 women of all ages prefer their guy manscaped. Let me tell you, just happened to me. What do you mean? I manscaped hard the other day. Oh, to get ready, new girl,
6: and I knew that this was this girl's a full breach. Like we we're just going in hot. We we're going right. in hot. Right. And And uh, she commented,
4: "You didn't leave a little something, something." No, I went full. I went full. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I
6: wanted. I needed all the length I got. She was, you look like a newborn baby now. Like there. a baby. <laughs> a couple razor burns. It, it didn't look great. I looked a little rashy. <laughs> right. Because I don't have
4: all the good equipment. You know what I mean. I'm doing this with like you know. So you don't look like Fidel Castro smoking a cigar anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> Don't, laugh at that. Don't laugh at that. That's hack. I love hack. That's, I love it. You do the that's, best
3: hack. That's right
4: out of the hack book. I love that one. All right, good. Uh let's see. Nine out of ten women. Yeah, they've Oh anyway. The girl escaped. liked it. But you gotta have the right tools for the jewels. I like that. Or you'll look like you used a machete. Yeah, like me. Right, okay. Uh pop over to manscaped.com and check out their perfect package. Nice. Not that perfect package. <laughs> <laughs> the Manscaped perfect package 2.0 that was a smash hit in uh, or on I should say shark tank. I love that shark tank and they did well on shark tank. do you,
6: do you, ha- do you have like different sizes because I mean we all know if you got a different uh, you, you, you got a different tank down there than most guys you what got, do you, what do you got mean? some armament down. there. What do you there. mean? I saw that picture on the beach.
4: I don't got red hair down there. you sure? Yeah, oh, come on it's blonde. No, it's not. We're a couple of grays. <laughs> you have blonde pubic hair. I pulled the grays
6: out. <laughs> I would shave that immediately. That looks. That was so crazy. It's like Charlie Brown's head.
4: <laughs> Why? Uh, it features the lawnmower, Carl. To What's answer, that? To answer your question, a precision trimmer engineered for below-the-waist grooming. And then, uh, you know, it's skin-safe technology means no more accidental nicks and burns. That's my problem. Oh, my God. I I tried electric razor that I used in my face just to get the balls, uh, you know, cleaned up a little bit. Oh, boy, was that a mistake.
6: I had this one long one I guess I never caught. Right? I mean... It was tied up to my leg hair. <laughs> <laughs> I had to detangle it for like an hour.
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Check out the Lawn Mower and the amazing grooming and hygiene products that come with your perfect package. What's that saying? Uh, Trim the shrubs and the tree stands taller.
6: Yeah, it's absolutely true. I, was, I had a bird's eye view the other day because I lost a little weight. Yeah. I was looking strong.
4: Looking good, right, Coral? And a girl liked it. She said, I, I was soft down there. Beautiful. She's like, I'm going to use you as a pillow. My package, because I've had like this heavy cold for the last right. week, looks like an overcooked egg noodle. Y'all, colds make it crazy. Oh no, the Sudafed. The Sudafed, is Just that what gets it, you? Oh, it makes it mushy. Everyone oh, knows that. Oh, no. You got a flat tire down here, cousin? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> With no chance of air. Oh, a long Tong Opie. <laughs> no chance of air,
6: man. Like you stepped on a dumpling.
4: <laughs> Check for
6: a nail. <laughs> a little bow bun down there.
3: <laughs>
6: I
4: might have a leak in this thing. Oh, oh
6: my god. Is it get is it getting weepy? Oh, it's the worst. Does it weep
4: with the Sudafed? Oh, it's so embarrassing. Sudafed makes me weep down there like a little baby. Really? Yeah. Really? really? Uh, trim the shrubs and the tree stands tall. Yes, that's what the saying is. Order now to receive a manly toiletry bag, a $39 value, for free. Just enter promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at manscaped.com. That's promo code OPIE at manscaped.com, manscape like com. See,
6: this is, a good, this is a sponsor that we could use.
4: Yes, welcome, Manscaped. Welcome. It had to be food.
0: It had to be food Oh Carl Ruiz, why do you tease me? What did I do? Each time I check my Instagram Your feed pops up, fuck I love this man It had to be food, wonderful food
4: B Radio. You want to know the twin story? Of course, you know I love twin stories <laughs> <laughs> are my favorite. You know, it's my weak
3: spot. <laughs> <That's your> <laughs> cr- <laughs> it's my crypto. That cr-
4: so back to the beach house. Right. My my twin brother, very young, ten. This is this was
6: after he lost his ham, ham sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I just want to know if it's like A, A C D like whatever. No, I don't think he was the one that went into the river. I think it was the other one. Okay.
3: And I love how you still don't know exactly which one it was. No,
4: I'm going to get my brother on the phone. My, I try to get my brother on the phone after Rochester uh, to talk about my fake sister, Karen. Oh, but your fake sister, Karen. The awesome. ghost in the attic. Right. That turned out to be my, well, should I tell him? Yeah, You they, did already, right? No, I know, oh. but in case people, ah, whatever. Go back It, it turned out to be my, my sister's boyfriend that got kicked out of his house, but all us little kids thought it was a ghost. And then there was uh, the snowball incident. And we still haven't talked about. And then the um, uh, the river story, because I think my brother has a different version of the story. My brother says he jumped in. And so the one twin didn't save the other twin. That was my 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 brother, who's only a year younger than me. He jumped in to save one of the twins. So that's what he's twin was
6: okay with the other one leaving.
3: (laughs)
4: Oh, that's how you spin that.
6: Oh, I smell like hyenas.
4: So you, you think that one twin saw the other twin fall in the river, and he's thinking, Starts whistling and walking away." This is more attention for me. Two so, sandwiches. But then my, <laughs> now I get two sandwiches. But then my brother, who doesn't have a vested interest in this because right. he's not a twin, exactly, thought he really has to save his brother. And
6: I'll tell you why. Why it comes from it comes from it comes from the Serengeti.
4: But my brother, listen to
6: this. Look how smart I am. Yeah. You know hyenas? Yeah. You know what they do when they're born? This is gonna blow your mind. When hyenas give birth. Yeah. Whichever one comes out first, is stronger, starts to kill and eat the second one. Really? To impress the mother. And the whole tribe sits around and watches oh my this God. carnage of a, the baby that was just born <laughs> right. killing another baby, waiting for the baby to come out. Oh my the baby's God. not even halfway out and it starts to eat its fucking head.
3: That's alien
6: shit. That's hyenas, bro. That's shit.
4: Hyenas are aliens. Yeah. I'm saying it here on this podcast. Yeah. Where do you get that instinct from? Your that first is- thought as being alive is to eat your that twin brother, dollar- baddest motherfucking animal coming on out of your planet. mom's pussy. If there was a way for me to have a
3: pet, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>.
4: golly, <laughs> Steve Irwin would have said something nicer, but he's <laughs> dead. Yeah, well, you, you got right to the heart. He would have fucking cleaned that up a little bit, but but, but imagine it. that's what hyenas do. Wow, really? The babies, the minute he he sees
6: a paw or something, he's attacking it.
4: Right. That's that a, was
6: that's the twins. That's I think a, that's, I think he saw he saw his out, but now a my, little bit more food. Maybe now he gets the fan two days in the bedroom.
3: Right. I mean, <laughs> there was there's
6: a lot of things going on at the Hughes house.
4: Can we take phone calls from this room? All right, let me, I'll write my brother Scott see if he'll uh, yeah, uh, uh, you
7: patch it through there. Right?
4: Huh? All right, hold on. We'll edit this part out. Please
0: don't ask me to edit this
4: out.
7: Mike's running in with uh, a notepad.
4: But see, oh boy, the pad's on.
0: I want to hear what happens next. Oh, they have to call in. But see, that
7: could have all been done. You didn't have to leave the control room. That's the whole point all of the control room. See, all we're right. talking to you. All right, I got
4: to text to my <laughs> you can brother. So my We're bro- not live on the air. <laughs> <Let's continue. laughs> no way! What did he just say? Oh, wait. Okay, I Robert, said- please walk us through.
6: <laughs> Mikey. Wait, wait what said- just happened? I Mikey, said, Mikey, Mikey, Mike motorbikey.
7: To- Mike came in to have you write down the number. Yeah. Or, or to give you a number that, that you could have your brother, because your brother has to call us in the- yeah. in the other room. And I said, but... You can just talk to each other because you're in the control room, and he goes, "Yeah, but we're live on the air." <laughs> oh my god, that's
6: how good I am,
7: and Joe-
6: <laughs>
4: I'm, I'm still good at this. Jesus, so are you, buddy? You're good, though. You're really good. Um, so, my brother Scott, love who, you, Mike. Who I believe, if he get, if he does, if we could get him on the phone today, he will claim that he saved uh, one of the twins. I believe him. But well, my brother Scott <clears throat> is an Irish twin to me. We're barely a year apart. Which one's older? Uh, I am, by like like uh, a year and uh, that like a, a year and ten days. All right. So
7: if you fo- if we follow Carl's uh, you know animal kingdom theory here, right? Of course, he was going to say the other twin because he's got to b- show an example so that y- you don't kill him. Right. He's like, just look, just... see, see, everybody, ah. nobody kills everybody. We, I can stand up.
4: By right. the way, people are now saying Irish twin. If you say Irish twin. That's racist. Oh, give me a fucking Ooh, break. Yeah, because that means that Irish people like to fuck. That can't be racist. I swear to God that they, they, some people don't want you to say Irish twins anymore. Look it up. Not, I don't believe that. And don't okay. even get into gypped. Is that bad, too? That's some gypsy shit. The gypsies are fighting back. They are not happy. No, I they, don't, know. they don't stand in one place long enough to fight back. They're oh, not happy. Now with internet, with they can social, fight them. They're not. Gypsies are not happy. They don't like the word gypped. I never. A wheeled and, for my caravan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. I, I guess eh, my brother's not texting back. That sucks. Well,
6: well, that's, uh, so you
4: want to hear uh, a twin story? Yeah. Beach house. Back to the beach house. Very young. Has to take a leak. Right. Grandma's house only had one bathroom. Of course. A lot of cousins. It's fucking a hell. A lot of uncles. A lot of aunts. So my brother's in there and he hears move over and a what? big giant penis came over his right shoulder it was my very tall uncle he could not wait because remember i said earlier beers and cigarettes yeah he can't wait
3: no you gotta pee
4: and you know what everyone thought that was fine too i think that's fine and i'm not here to say that it wasn't to be honest with you, you we good. all knew it was fine but it horrified one of the twins <laughs> those <laughs> twins have gone through some <laughs>
0: shit man
3: right <laughs> over his right shoulder that's really
4: <laughs> he says move over <laughs>
6: You know, he definitely peed <laughs> on him a little bit.
0: All right, don't get Mikey excited, Carl.
6: There's no way he didn't pee on him just exactly. a little bit. <laughs> it There's was totally no acceptable. way he did get a little pee on that shoulder.
4: Imagine anyone out there that has about a 10-year-old and that happened to your 10-year-old. You wouldn't think that's normal. No. The world has changed. But back then, I swear to you, everyone involved knew it was just normal. That was just normal shit. It was the 70s. Nobody cared. And because she had a horrible cesspool, uh, we weren't allowed to flush the toilet paper. So oh, the she had a septic
6: b- tank. Oh, she had a cesspool, which is worse, Yes. Like hole in the No, dirt. it was
4: shallow. So the uh the wastebasket filled up with the shit paper. Uh, that was an uh, issue at the beach house. And then flies.
7: Huh? Flies. Oh yeah, no we, air conditioning. Oh, right.
4: oh,
3: <laughs>
6: it's a
4: hundred degrees with shit tickets everywhere. Radioactive flies. <laughs> we had the fly uh strips or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, living with flies just. Oh yeah. What kind of life did these people? Bro, had. man. I, I I would give anything to go back in time. That was that was the shit. That was some good stuff. You want to go to the Tampa interview? So did you set it up? So you call in. Yeah. You know they want to attack you. you yeah. You had a strategy. I think my strategy was perfect. And you complimented the guy even though you've never heard him in your life. No. <laughs> <laughs> and he bought into it. Yeah. Because his stupid ego couldn't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I heard this interview. I'm just playing along. And I thought the same thing. I'm like, yeah. That motherfucker's never heard this guy before. I'm yelling at my radio. Call him out. Oh, you know, thanks, <laughs> I, want, I wanted them to fight you. She treating me like one of the twins. <laughs> well, Opie's caught
7: between, the, you know, the radio guy and right. you, right? And it's it's this internal, you know,
6: struggle, struggle.
4: Yes. Mortal words of Warner Wolf. Go to the videotape, Mikey. All right. So here's the interview that Carl did. He did a lot of interviews. Everyone was. I was on the radio in Chicago. I
6: was on the radio in Los Angeles. Didn't the Times do a piece? I know. I know somebody
4: called me from the Times. I said, "Yeah, this
6: they didn't want. They wanted to take a. they, they wanted to take a." I felt that they wanted to take it some
4: kind of angle that I didn't want. Like to. the New York Times. They wanted to talk about Trump's wall. Some shit. Like, they want to turn everything into
6: politics.
7: By the way, in leadership meetings here at Westwood One, um, Tim has uh, took that, and it was uh, Carl's done, there's a whole piece going to be in Sunday's Times, his picture's on the cover of the Wall Street oh Journal. Gosh, oh you, your Times Man of the Year for this. We are yeah, all excited, kind
4: of, but we're also like, relax. Tim. Gets it, it's it doing fine on its own. This yeah. thing went viral. We don't have to, like, exploit it any further. It, it, it did its job. So all right, let's go. So Carl, uh let's go to the video One of the many uh, one of the many interviews he uh, he calls into this uh, legendary Tampa radio show. Yes. Good morning. It is AM
8: Tampa Bay as we engage our quasi journalistic afflatus on this Friday <laughs> morning, one of our top ten favorite days of the week. And it's seven forty two. We got a very special guest joining us right now. He is Carl Ruiz. All right, can you pause for a second a chef?
4: I, I just because I, someone has to do it what's up with the whistle what he has Tyson teeth back up what's up with the whistle don't
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay, turn this into a <laughs> radio like <laughs> what's up we with can't the- put radio people they, they're like fucking they're cockfights <laughs> like literally like they're like he like is- Caribbean like Caribbean cockfights like all of a sudden you're all pumped up like hold on hold on hold on <laughs> Ovi I don't know how you made it this about you, but you totally did.
4: Something, something is sailing through his teeth.
3: <laughs> his career.
4: <laughs> all right. Ignore the whistle, then? Let's just ignore the whistle. You make, can't. You can't. Make believe that I didn't talk about his whistle. That's all. See, I can fix things. All right? Back come, to the tape. Here come more
8: problems with Tampa now. I hope you <laughs> and he's up in New Jersey, and he claims that New Jersey has the best Cuban sandwich is that right,
6: Carl? How you doing, Jack? I, <laughs> I I can't wait to tell my mom I'm on the phone with you. I've been listening to you my whole life. Uh, you're you're uh, since 1970. You have been incredible, incredible. Oh, yeah. That See?
8: was when I came down here first time. Oh, sure. pause. <laughs> but I want to hear about this Cuban. But I want to hear
4: about you. You got to his heart. You yeah. hear that? Well, well, that's right there, Carl. See that? I know how to beat beat these guys. <laughs> wow, that's smart. Well, that. And then he's still trying, because he's still, like, going into it, he wanted to attack you. He has yeah. to defend Tampa and, yeah, the, and yeah. the Cuban sandwich. But then you took him off guard there. Yeah. He didn't uh, think that was coming. But, at first, but then he's trying to get back to the Cuban right. sandwich thing. But, the, but then I just he, hit knowledge. He, boom, he, boom, 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 boom. He's already lost. Yeah.
8: Sandwich in New Jersey, of all places. Yeah.
6: Well, it's, uh, it's an old uh, Cuban guy, um, and he's been making the same Cuban sandwich since 1971. The same way he hand cuts the pork, he hand carves the ham. He's uh, he's seventy eight years old. He's never missed a day of work, and he just makes what I think is the perfect Cuban sandwich.
1: All right, Carl, now, let's let's hear what's on this perfect Cuban sandwich.
6: Well, I get it Tampa style because it's my favorite style, it's my favorite way. So I get it with Genoa salami. It has the sweet ham. He cures it himself. It has the pernil, sliced paper thin and a pickle slice lengthwise, just a kiss of yellow mustard and a little bit of mojo. Ah,
8: that sounds <laughs> like the proper ingredients, but where does he get the bread? Well,
6: here's the thing. Now, I am I am a chef, and I'm not going to lie. El Segundo makes the best Cuban bread on the planet. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they use the palmetto leaf on top Sweet. of the bread. There is nothing more exquisite than Tampa Bay or Tampa, in general, bread. And especially from Segundo. There's no there's no equivalent. So we'll, I'm not going to pretend there is. But the compilation of all the parts, this is the most, the purest, most perfect Cuban sandwich I've ever had. Now, all the other ones I've ever had that have been perfect have been in Tampa. I won't even mention Miami. You guys won that race a long time ago. Oh,
8: yeah. Miami <laughs> didn't that? have a proper Cuban sandwich, I'll guarantee you. Now, Carl, I've heard you right, out you here. Po- but-
4: God, you're brilliant. You see that? Look, man, I'm beating you up here, but
6: yeah, I just you guys are the the best second place anybody could ever. But you're want. the
4: shit in Florida. We all know you beat Miami. Yeah. Wow, smart. Oh, see that?
1: See that, I Oak? Think the one thing that's missing here that you've even mentioned is there's no such thing as uh, you can't match the bread that you get here in Tampa. So you're close. I feel like in New Jersey, but you're not quite there.
8: There's one more step I'm... to it, right? What? Don't you have to press it?
1: Oh, you have to oh, no, absolutely! Yeah, it's absolutely pressed. I mean, he has the same planches
5: there you go. Um,
6: that they use at, uh, at my favorite restaurants in Tampa. He has the same planches as Aguila, as Florida Bakery, as La Tropicana, as Columbia, as West Tampa Sandwich Shop, which was one of my favorites. Yep. Um, Got him. I'm a big fan of the Tampa Sandwich. It's, I, there's no place better to have a, t- a Cuban sandwich than in Tampa. This place just happens to have my absolute favorite. But it's close. It's very close,
1: Carl. You ever been to Ico, uh, Arco Eades here in Tampa? I was at Arco Eades about four years ago. They're, 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 I was there. They got to move there, out. I was
6: there with. I was there with my mom, and she was hungry, and she ate the whole sandwich. <laughs>
1: gotcha. yeah they're closing their doors they're trying to find a new location so we're, we're rooting oh well for
6: them. i they should do a go fund me or something because that place is awesome i agree wow.
5: with that
8: well carl we appreciate you joining us here and by the way carl appeared on diners drive-ins and dives and uh he has sampled more than 500 different Cubano sandwiches in his lifetime and he knows a little bit about them. if anybody does and Carl, thank you for joining us this morning on
6: AM Tampa Bay. I'm a big fan, and I hope you let me back into Tampa. How
8: much do you <laughs> weigh, Carl?
1: How much do you weigh?
6: Uh, I weigh 175 pounds.
8: I, I could take them.
1: <laughs> I could take them.
8: <laughs> I remember when I used to weigh that.
1: <laughs> hey, I'll have to try the sandwich, but I'm going to say close but no cigar.
6: <laughs>
4: oh, yeah. I know. And cigars. I mean, I'm a big cigar guy. So, I, I
6: mean, I'm very attached to Tampa. I mean, you guys had 150 cigar manufacturers at one point.
8: Oh yeah, so we're down not, to one big one. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> but, the big ones Yeah, but, Carl.
6: Uh, yeah, I knew I was in trouble. With, I, I knew I was in trouble, with my buddy. And- Whoop! We I'm lost a, him. I'm going to tell Jack on you. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I,
1: knew I, I knew I was in trouble.
6: There he
8: is. Hey, Carl. Thanks for being on board this morning.
4: Thank you, guys. And he even Roos says on super, board, uh, yeah, yeah? Cool. I'm part of the Tampa squad. Wow, you were on th- th- board. <laughs> I was on
6: Finife. That's <laughs> <you. laughs> Tampa in the morning.
7: <clears throat> so he's th- that guy, uh, Joe, right? Just somewhat consummate professional. He's probably an old dude, right? Yeah. yeah. The sidekick was annoying the fuck out of me every time. I this is the fifth time I've heard this. Right. He just he's like you know he's waiting for the for Joe to die so that yeah. he can get that shift and, he, yes. and he's. We're going to bring her along with you, Right. Because he's the one that was really going after you. Yeah. With all the stupid, oh, that's what I hate about morning radio, is, right. is all of that stupid
4: sidekick. What I hate about morning radio is right. I'm
6: not on it. These people are.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that Sam guy was really annoying. The what? The Sam guy.
6: There's no guy named Sam
3: on there. His name was Joe.
6: Oh,
4: oh, Joe. No, the sidekick. <laughs> oh, the oh, sidekick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Sidekick Joe in Tampa. Right. The annoying guy. <laughs> I was just waiting for the uh, the professional guy to die. Joe.
6: God, Robert, you just walked Fuck into a Joe. fucking ball, a buzzsaw of emotion in <laughs> <and> spite.
4: <laughs> you even turned Joe, uh, the sidekick around. Well, because he, he was supposed to be the guy that punches you,
6: right? right but the thing is, you come, in, you, you come in very subtle
4: compliments. Yeah, you're and not because The thing is, that. I know my shit. I know Tampa. I,
6: I, I do my research. Right. I know the sandwiches. You had your Tampa knowledge. I had my Tampa knowledge. Right. And that, they, they thought I was just going to be like, Girl, right. but the Cuban sandwich, New Jersey rocks. Woo! And like, I wasn't like
4: that. I bet you when they hung up and went to commercial, they're like, ah, man, I like we like that guy. Yeah, he's one of us. Kind yeah, of. He said Miami
6: sucks. We're good.
4: Because right, they, they really wanted to have it out with you a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't, them. I wouldn't let him. I wouldn't let him. I rope a dope. him. Yeah, was them. smart. Really good, man. That was one of uh, many interviews you did. You also did one with uh, Brother wee Oh, yeah,
6: Brother Weed. And I, they had to dump because I said shit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one live. Oh, just, oh, no, because they they uh, started texting me panicking. They're like, they want... Because they were going to read that article. I don't know if they explained this. I yeah, he's yeah, like, you he didn't even know I was on it. No, they were just going to read the article because it was a food article about the Cuban sandwich. And they're like, oh, my God, Carl was just here. He's Cuban. We should read this story for our show this morning. And then Weez didn't even know that it was all about you. Yeah, One of his crazy. guys had to tell him. Yeah. And then they lost their minds, going. They couldn't yeah. believe it.
6: And I called them right away, man. I talked. They're great, man. I, I love. I love brother Reese. I really enjoy him. He's a really. He's a really good. I group.
4: already missed them. We just left, I and know. I missed them, man. That was so much fun. Oh, I was
6: so I mean, and Dina was wearing those white sweater. Yeah. I mean, she, <laughs> she dressed up.
4: For she you. just knows how to do cold right. <laughs> and he she wants does. us to go down because now he's uh, in Florida for the rest of the uh, the winter. Yeah. He's Still like, th-
6: oh, don't worry, we're not in Tampa, kid. Right. <laughs> he's like, we're good.
4: <laughs> yeah. They patch him into the you know his show up there in rochester and you can't even tell the difference when you listen on the radio it's pretty amazing but he wants us to go down there and then we had to get him a zoom because now he's he wants to wander around like i do oh, now you know now you know where i got it from he's like "Bruh, i need a zoom that's i want to awesome. talk to these freaks down here oh that's awesome and then uh, i guess we're going to try to put some of that on our uh, our podcast you it's your first okay. correspondent oh, second oh, correspondent if it yeah, comes out well thing. you know he walks around and gets some good audio we'll put it on the podcast so but why don't we do? T- what the hell? We should play the uh, the Weeze interview that you did, okay. right? Yeah. All right. Let's get uh, into this. Looking over the show, you know, Paulie sends me show prep every morning. That's right.
2: Everything is needed. Yep. Seriously, phenomenal job. Thanks. But I was going through the show prep you didn't send me, and I saw this headline: <laughs>
9: <You> Here, the <this? laughs>
2: chef outrages Floridians.
9: Oh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> did you the, see who the chef is? The Cuban Cap sandwich. Carl. It's Carl. I didn't. Even, if I, you know what? I only read it's the headline.
2: I didn't even read the thing. <laughs> I'm some. Cro- I I I said I gotta print this. I printed this out. Yeah. Just for a joke uh, because of. If I would have
9: caught that it was Carl, I would have definitely sent uh, it. But, exactly yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: go. It's a stupid story, but I I because <laughs> of Carl.
9: Yeah. So I figure uh,
2: that I would do this. Yeah, yeah. Story and relate it to him. So I just picked up the paper and I'm looking to go. And then I see Ruiz. That doesn't mean it's him. Then I see <laughs> Carl Ruiz. <laughs> yeah, that's blown up on Facebook. Oh. Or, uh, on
4: Twitter. It has has to gone crazy over this.
2: Oh, my God. That's Chef Carl that you heard on this show. That's Opie's sidekick. Uh, We're going to do some stuff down here in Florida. People have their own ideas about who makes the best sandwiches, and people in Florida like to claim that their state is the home to the best Cuban sandwiches. So when Chef and Food Network personality Carl Ruiz recently stated that a place in New Jersey makes the best Cubans, It started a battle on Twitter. Ruiz was taking NewJersey.com writer Peter Genovese on a tour of Jersey's best Cuban joints when a reporter tweeted a photo of a slim half-Sammy at La Pola in West New York, New Jersey. West New York, New Jersey. That's
9: confusing. Never heard of that, but I'm reading it.
2: West New York, New Jersey, with the caption, Is this the country's best Cuban sandwich at Carl Ruiz thinks so. The idea that a place in Jersey mm-hmm. could be better at making the creation of ham, pork, Swiss cheese, mustard, and pickles on Cuban bread better than a place in Florida home to most Cuban Americans pissed off people who questioned Ruiz's choice and offer up their own picks.
9: But Carl did explain to us on the air that the, the Cuban sandwich... Not even, Go ahead. It's not really Cuban. So so an actual Cuban wouldn't necessarily have an advantage.
2: Some tweeted that Ruiz must not have been to St. Pete or to come to Tampa to try the real best Cuban. Others suggested spots in Miami as the real winner, but when someone tweeted that Ruiz made an honest mistake with his New Jersey sandwich winner, he didn't back down. Instead, he said... Not a mistake, my friend, and that's how he says that all the time. <laughs> we should call him, but it's funny. Oh my God! Do you want me that's to try? you great. want me
9: to try and see if we can? Got go his,
2: I got his number here. Do you have it there?
3: Yeah.
2: You want to try me? With you. Yeah, hit it up. He's up. I think he was uh,
5: up. I think he was uh, drunk at like uh, <laughs> really late last night. Let's see when his last tweet she like, was. she mad, oh, really? How does she know that
2: he does sleep? Oh. There's a
5: girl.
3: <laughs> uh, no. your girl. So no, That's
5: plenty of time.
2: Plenty. <laughs> plenty. You guys are perfect for each other. That's <laughs> Cuban here in <laughs> Rochester, New York. Up, yeah, and man. now he
5: must have still be up. He's Georgia. still up being I'm a whore. Yeah, I mean that. That was that's all over Facebook, all over Twitter. Which York, thing? The, this this thing? thing, New York Daily News, Florida TV. You're TVs, kidding. Florida It's TV in the Daily News? Either the That's Daily Hilarious. News or the, Daily, or the Post. But Post. Uh, oh, my God. Florida TV stations. It's just really funny.
2: It's so funny to me because I just printed the story only because of the headline and because of what Carl says. Then I just picked it up at 9 o'clock in the morning, and I'm looking, and it, oh, my God, it's freaking Carl. Just making the beef. What (laughs) happened,
9: bro? You just texted? Yeah, yeah, nothing yet. I just literally just sent it.
2: We have Billy dial up the number right on the radio.
5: Yeah, at New York Post, there was an article on it.
2: Does Billy have the number? I'll
9: bring it to him.
5: Well, here's the thing. Chef Carl is officially an influencer because once you reach 30,000 followers on Instagram, you're considered... An influencer. Good for you, Carl. what does that mean? Just means means you can reach more people, and, you know, know, that's when companies like to start to advertise and stuff with people.
2: All the way from Cuba. (laughs) Listen,
3: (laughs) bro. What a mess.
5: Carl,
2: I got to tell you what happened. (laughs) Today in our show prep, I saw this headline. And I only printed it out because of you. I didn't know you were in the story. So I just printed it out. Chef outrages Floridians with claims that New Jersey makes the best Cuban sandwiches. And I wait until like nine something and I pick it up and I'm looking at it. Chef Carl Ruiz, bro, what'd you start You started a hissy war.
9: Let me tell you something. Florida is pissed. They are pissed.
2: Now you can't come down. We were going to have fun. Now you can't
6: even come. Well, it's Tampa. Miami kind of. Miami's kind of staying out of it. You know? <laughs> not
2: not according to my article. There was such a hot Oh no, this a new article. article. A There's so shot. many
6: articles, I can't keep up.
2: <laughs> my article says Miami thinks they're the best.
6: Well, that Miami's now. Now Miami's being ridiculous. Now, <laughs> so, I mean, I could understand picking a fight with Tampa, but Miami. I don't know. I don't know. They, they, the, the Cuban sandwich started in Key West, which is what nobody wants to talk about. Um, when the Cubans started the cigar trade with Key West, and uh, that's wh- and that's when the sandwich first hit the U.S. shores, and then it moved to Tampa. Uh, Miami was in the '60s. This, you know, the Cuban sandwich got to the United States in the 1860s. So the Cuban sandwich started in Miami in the 1960s. So I don't know. Wait, hold, hold on. About.
2: Are you saying that Tampa was heavy into the sandwich before Miami? Oh,
6: uh, outdated by at least uh, seventy years.
2: Man, I thought that. Uh, does Tampa have a bigger Cuban population than Miami?
6: It doesn't now, but when when, yeah. when it started, all the Cubans were in Tampa because that's where uh, all the cigars were.
3: Oh. That's where they
6: make all the cigars. That was they. They had a hundred and sixty uh, cigar companies in their heyday in Tampa. And if there's cigars being made, there's going to be It's Like bugs to a light. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, man, with cigars and sandwiches. Man, oh, man, this is so... So, bro, are, are, do you get paid because you're an influencer?
6: No, I, don't, I refuse to. Um the, the money you get paid to to do stupid shit on, on the internet. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> hold on, I
2: got a delay. <laughs>
6: oh, oh my, sorry.
5: This, is, this isn't a podcast.
6: Here, is <laughs> oh my god! Rules to
5: follow.
3: Up. She's so Did annoying. Yeah
6: yeah, 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 yeah.
5: This isn't All a podcast.
6: I should have um, wore this sweater, the uh, sweater. <laughs> the influencer thing is very. It's funny. A lot of people, you know, they're selling oils and creams, or or, or talking about restaurants that. Uh, that they really haven't ever even gone to, I don't, I don't use my, my internet for that. I, uh, I use my, uh, social media, you know, to bring awareness to a lot of little places and a lot of little mom and pop places that usually wouldn't get any play, you know? So, you. Uh, no, it's a, it's a labor of love. It's a, you would like it, Weez. It's almost communism Yay. You know? <laughs> helping, the, helping the little guy. Cause, uh, and, and it's, and it's something in our food industry now that's really bad because there's, there's people that are writing articles about the best of this, best of that. And they don't yeah. even go there. All they do is they they go on the internet, they pick five places, and they write an article. I'm saying yes. they're a food writer. So this so, joint,
2: this joint La Pola, right, right. It, it says in my article, it's in West New York, New <laughs> Jersey. That's a place.
1: That's West New York, New
6: Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Why the in hell would
2: New they Jersey. name a t- a town in Jersey, New York? Well New Jersey's so lazy we just take the names of other states and <laughs> we just add New Jersey but... <laughs> When's that's your Jersey corruption like that. Or they're
5: trying yeah. to trick people into going there. This is New York. <laughs> Carl,
3: <Exactly. Exactly. laughs>
2: exactly. when's your restaurant opening?
5: Uh my restaurant's opening in
6: late February, hopefully. If I don't get arrested or die, <laughs> what are you
2: getting arrested for? You're good. No, you're,
5: clearly Weeze doesn't follow forward.
6: you on Instagram. <laughs> 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 well, is it really this stuff on Instagram?
5: No, no, I'm not no, good. no. I don't doing anything no,
2: no, illegal.
6: No. I'm just, uh, you know, uh, after uh, you know when you when you get into a fight with a whole state, you know what I mean. You kind of.
2: Oh, you there you know, go.
6: Maybe, Maybe I should just walk easy for a little
2: bit. No, I was looking forward to you getting down here, man, so we can cube it up. <laughs> but now you can't come. I'm not going to walk anywhere with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'll t- tell everybody
6: I'm my brother. That's fine. They, they like you. <laughs> oh, it. that's just right. We'll be fine. We look oh, the yeah, day. that's we
2: right. Have... And he, he's down here, right?
6: Yeah, he's down there. He's down in, uh, well, he's down there actually right now with the kids and my mom in Hallendale. Uh, All well. sharing
5: a meal. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. Oh yeah! It's an old good podcast. Memory. She remembers remember all the
2: podcast. remembers.
6: See, Carl oh, yeah. Ruiz, ladies and gentlemen,
2: get your New York Nina Post King, and today and, and read about Carl Ruiz, uh, oh, the star of the Opie and Carl podcast and sense. on the, and TV. They got you in my article as a TV star. Imagine that. I hope. I, I hope that happens. <laughs> it says that you're. Uh, when chef and Food Network personality Carl Ruiz stated that a place in New Jersey makes the best Cubans, it started a war on Twitter.
9: Oh, boy.
2: I, I uh,
6: Unbelievable.
2: Did you get drunk last night?
6: <laughs> uh, pretty much every night. That's how, the way I go to sleep. It's like adult NyQuil.
2: <laughs> you know, it's not working for me. I've been having <laughs> bad sleep, and I've been drinking. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I stay, okay. can't, still can't sleep.
5: Yeah, I think that's doses. also on that alcohol. The alcoholic. Test what? Not that we being gave able you. to sleep. Yeah, I'm
2: pretty <laughs> sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> Carl, do you have a date? Uh, any kind of maybe date? You're coming down south.
3: <laughs> just um, I'm going to
6: be down there. I actually have to do a lot of research for the restaurant because I am opening a Cuban restaurant, so I have to hit a couple places in Miami and Tampa. So I'll probably be down there mid-February.
2: Well, when you get to to, to the Miami part, we got to get together.
6: Uh, we're going to have some fun, Weiss. We're going to have some fun.
2: Um, all my peoples are ready to die in to meet the Carl.
6: If there's something I know how to do, is have fun.
9: so you don't have to worry about that.
2: Thank you, bro. Have a great day. Love you. That was, to me... That was cool. That was just the weirdest thing that I... At 5 o'clock this morning... Just the headline. I go. I, yep. I would have never printed the story if it wasn't for him. I didn't think he was in it.
9: That's why I got, you. Got to read beyond the headlines. I effed I I, it up. I apologize. My
2: me too though? Yeah.
5: But you know, some people really getting angry like over a sandwich. Yeah.
2: Well. <laughs> Well, how about this? Do you think if some joint in Joysie said they had the best wings in the country, Buffalo wouldn't get pissed? Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
9: And I oh, used to, okay. on that food try I do on Saturdays, I've done a couple best this or best that in yeah, Rochester. Yeah. And man, people get pissed off. Oh, they get I'll pissed off. How dare you? Yeah. How dare uh, you? Well, exactly. you
2: can. Well, you, uh, uh, saying best ofs, it's, it's always tough. It's, it's tough. tough. You know, because someone's going to be pissed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and I,
2: you know. It's funny in that corny movie. Well, we'll take a break. I saw something touching and so cute in that corny
4: movie
3: I watched. God, he's night. the
4: best. Set it up.
3: He's the uh, best. i explain that. He literally
6: is the best.
4: <sighs> he, he's the best because he just says what he's thinking he's at that very moment. He's,
6: like, he's just sitting there like. Yeah. It's, it's he, just, he might as well just sit and eat sunflower seeds the whole time and <laughs> just spit them out into a cup. I bow to him. Dude, I but he's riveting. I can't stop listening yeah, to no. him. Uh, listen to him on the
7: iHeartRadio app, man. It's my morning show. You know, what's interesting, and listen to the – when you were doing those interviews, Carl, um, unlike other people who say oh, the best of this or the best of this, you kept qualifying with, in my opinion, in yeah. my opinion. Right. So you're not – you're you're making a, your own personal declaration. Right. But you leave just enough of that wiggle room for these assets to, you know, turn this into something. Right. And, and just because there's nothing else to write about. Right. But I, I will say I like that guy that, in the first clip. Brian Donahue from yeah. uh, NJ12, who does this sort of weird New Jersey thing, or great dude, yeah. Great dude. He was. I don't. I stopped reading the Star Ledger years ago because nobody could. He was the last really good, and Pete Genovese too. Yeah. The last two guys that could actually write in complete sentences. And Donahue's had a couple of podcasts over the years. He's a really good guy, really Donahue, solid guy. Donahue
6: and Pete Genovese are are, are gems. I mean, they're, they're food, you know, food location. You know, they they're some of the best. They're old school, man. They're, they they walk the beat. Mm-hmm. You know Peach Genovese, you know, he has a he has a book out on the best pizza in New York. He, oh, he ate shit. over 100 pizzas, Yeah, yeah We got to get him on there what, what's his
4: uh number one? I, don't, I never asked him. Really?
6: Too busy talking about me.
4: <laughs> I like Brian by the way. Yeah, he's a great guy. I, I took a few shots at the beginning of this <laughs> podcast, but I, I I like Brian a lot. Um all right. Well, that the controversy has it died down finally? No, it's still going. It's still going. It's still going. But you qualified it by mm-hmm. you know eating a lot of sandwiches for a the long thing is, when I tell
6: people, time. I've eaten your sandwich. Eat mine, right? You know, like you just just be like, no, that's not true. That's crazy.
4: You know, the best sandwich I ever had was the one you made.
6: Which one was that?
4: I don't know what it was. Yeah, when we went to Blue Smoke and it was on the menu when you were being a, a celebrity chef that day. Oh, the Elena Ruse, the oh
6: cuisine, my, the cream God. cheese and the and the, and the
4: turkey. And the strawberry with the. Homemade Can you explain pioche. that really fast again? And you made it for ESPN, I believe, yeah, when we went up there for that podcast. I
6: did. The uh, it's actually one of my favorite sandwiches. It's the most. This thing is ridiculous. So I did. Uh, we I was doing something uh, with Jean Paul, uh, the chef at uh, Blue Smoke, in Manhattan, and I I, became, I was the guest chef, and I'm I was testing this new concept that I had in my head. It's called Cuba Q, which is taking traditional Cuban food, but making it in a barbecue, smoking it. Using mm. banana leaves and palm leaves and all kinds of cool stuff, so we did a bunch of different uh, dishes. One day is we smoked a turkey, and we took the turkey meat, and then you take cream cheese and you whip the cream cheese so it's nice and thin, almost like a mayo. And little secret, we add a little coconut oil to the and it just gives it this like nice little body of the cream cheese. And then we, we made homemade strawberry preserve, right on the right in the pan with with natural brown sugar. It was incredible. And you slice the turkey thin. You put one layer. You, we made brioche bread, which was incredible. So you took nice, warm brioche bread, cream cheese, turkey, and then strawberry preserves, and then another piece of bread on top. And it is lights out. Lights out.
4: For real. It's for real. That is Everyone the, that had the
6: sandwich was like, holy shit.
4: That's the best sandwich I've ever had. That's a good sandwich. Yeah, to have that
6: one in my new place, it's going to be yeah. Awesome. That's what I wanted to hear. Absolutely. Yeah.
4: All right, and huh. I may
6: not even serve a Cuban sandwich at my new restaurant. I may serve the one that I, that I think is better than a Cuban sandwich, which is the Medianoche, the one that comes from Cuba, which but, which comes on almost like a like a Jewish uh, halal bread. And what halal is that? Bread. That's the midnight one. The midnight.
4: It's a Cuban sandwich. It's different bread. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, there you go, man. The the controversy over the Cuban sandwich yeah. it blew up, man. Good for you.
6: I was. It was good, man. It was good, and I sucked to my
4: guns, and I, you know, yeah. I dealt with it. You got a new one. What?
6: I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out a new controversy. There's a lot in the food world.
4: Like what? Give me one. Tend mm-hmm. this. Oh,
6: I don't know. How about the Chicago, the king of all the beef sandwiches? Like uh, like uh, what I call wet sandwiches. There's dry sandwiches and wet sandwiches, right? Like a uh, chap's pit beef, I think, is the best sandwich in the country. Just a, a Maryland pit beef sandwich. I like more than a pulled pork sandwich, and that's like a barbecue staple, right? So I think Maryland just has this way of just roasting this inexpensive meat. Uh, over the over coals very simple no fucking wood from your fucking grandmother's fucking briar patch or <laughs> <laughs> barbecue's getting so fucking high fluent. It's it's, it's 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 getting bothering. exhausting it's exhausting <laughs>
4: like, what, are, what are they doing in barbecue i gotta But it's, the thing is this uh,
6: is like, what do they do where you because they got that whole aw shucks thing you know what i mean and right. they, they really and the northerners really buy into it right. you know what i mean like like, they, you, know, they're, 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 you know, they're just using whatever wood. They're using pieces of broken old furniture and shit. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, a food writer will come around. He's like, well, what we do is we take the hickory tree out of my mother's little patch. And God bless her soul. She died 10 years ago cutting this wood. Infection. Right. That's how much we love barbecuing this family. Meanwhile, they were all, like, firefighters a week ago. Yeah.
4: Like, and, and you want to just tell them to knock it off. Just knock it off. <laughs> just knock it off. You're smoking Stop. meat, bro. Stop it. Stop already.
6: Stop. It's too much. Like, it's too. it's too thick. You know the southerners know how to do it. You know what I mean? They're like yeah. the Mom, my this is my daddy's icebox cake recipe. I'm like that dude over there? <laughs> that guy, that guy passed out in the mud. That's the that's the guy that made this cake? Why why is everyone lying to me? Right. <laughs> so enough, but but the Maryland pit beef has this honesty that is just what what I qualify. If I could, for example, I have Best Cuban sandwich, but if I could have any sandwich in the country, and you say Carl, you could have any sandwich in the country, my my number one would be a a sliced, paper thin, medium rare beef sandwich on a potato roll with fresh white onion and tiger sauce, which is basically mayo and horseradish mixed together. Do you know how good? It's so simple and it's perfect, and right. it tastes like it tastes like barbecue. It doesn't taste like this long story. Like we in Georgia, we use the peach wood. Shut <laughs> up! Enough! <laughs> I see what I know what you guys are doing. I do it myself. <laughs> right. I get it. I get it, but it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> so, um, so you know, there's, there's, there's uh, you know, in in my categories, I, I think that's the best sandwich in America. And then, and then the second one, if I can have, again, if I can pick anything, it's uh, in South Carolina. It's where it's they're really good. And I know people talk about barbecue from the Carolinas. All right, no, calm down. There's a couple great places, but there's a lot of, whoosh, boosh, a lot of fucking yeah. junkyard dogs making barbecue down here. But uh, a fried pork chop sandwich, and it's a pork chop with coleslaw. And hot sauce on on a perfectly on a perfectly made bread. Oh my god, that sounds awesome! You know that you have that sandwich. You have the nicks and the pork sandwich that they do with the hot peppers. That's one of the best sandwiches in the world. Um, a sandwich I don't like is cheesesteak. I think they're awful.
4: For real? Yeah, that's fighting <laughs> words. I don't like <laughs> cheesesteaks. I, I what don't you like about cheesesteaks?
6: <sighs> just there's so many better ways
9: to eat beef.
6: Oh my
4: them. god, they love us in Philly.
6: I know. I. But I, but their pork sandwich. Here's the thing. I think they should be famous for their pork sandwiches. You know, John's roast pork, everywhere, everywhere in in uh, in Philly, they make wet beef sandwiches like they do in Chicago, which is an incredible. You know, Italian beef sandwich, mm-hmm. and they make these wet pork sandwiches. They're head and shoulders over these cheesesteaks. Do you know how many how many times my eyes roll behind my head when I know that you have this place called Philadelphia and they make. Probably one of the most exceptional Italian sandwiches on the planet, in the world, not only America. Perfectly roasted pork, sharp provolone, hot peppers, just a broccoli rabe or whatever, however you want to finish it, in this liquid, this, this elixir of pork. Yeah. And then I got to listen to the guy. The one down, you get extra cheese whiz. With the, I'm like, enough. <laughs> oh, two double onion cheese whiz. I'm like, you guys are barbarians. You have one of the best... Most beautiful sandwiches in the world.
4: I love cheesesteaks.
6: Of course you do. But and I never
4: had one until I started, uh, you know, dating my now wife. I'm just saying it's not. It's. I mean, steaks aren't in it. For but me, I. It takes a while. I simply every time we go down there, we have to get a cheese. No,
6: steak. I understand, but there's have sandwiches to. that blow its doors off, like a French dip.
4: But then I was blown away. You know, they obviously say pork roll down there. The pork roll, and how they prepare that. What's that? What's that? What? Taylor ham.
6: In Philadelphia.
4: Yeah, they say pork roll down there.
6: Why do you keep talking about this shit with the pork roll? You're talking about scrapple. No, no he's talking about how the they prepare
4: Taylor ham. I'm translating. Mm. They don't say Taylor ham in Philly. No, of course not. They're in the south. And, and a nice, uh, a nice egg and pork roll sandwich. Oh, nice.
6: yes, very lights good. Good. out. It's one of my favorite. But uh, yeah, I like those. I like Italian beef sandwiches in Chicago. I think that's one of the best. Um, Sam Jones, Pat Martin, their mm-hmm. their uh, their their whole hog, whole hog barbecue to me is great. It's what barbecue should be. You take a whole pig, you roast it with wood, and you move on. You put in fucking bread with some coleslaw. Nobody has long coleslaw; it's all chopped the right the way it's supposed to. You should be able. You don't pick real coleslaw. You don't take. You don't pick up with tongs. You pick up with an ice cream scooper. Right? It's delicious. Really dense. These are the best sandwiches in the country. I mean, the cheesesteak isn't even close.
7: After we did that, uh, was it the Gramercy Barbecue New York Barbecue Festival thing? And afterwards, you and I. Took me around to the the one where the Martin brothers were, yeah. right? That I mean, that was amazing.
6: Oh, I mean, we, Pat he, Martin. I mean, <clears throat> Pat Martin, Sam Jones. I mean, these guys are making. We're we're going. We're going to take the podcast down. Sam Jones is opening a new one in Raleigh, North Carolina. We're going down, and that's where you that's where you start listening to the bullshit. It's <laughs> a can't, nine hour
7: drive. By the I can't way, wait. I've done it.
6: Let me tell you something. Are you you know how many people come up to me and they were like, "You know what the secret to my brisket is?" And I'm looking at them. I'm like. Yeah, dude, it's sixteen hours at two hundred twenty degrees. Everything else you're doing is just fucking craziness. <laughs> you know? Take all your fucking probes and stick them up your dumb ass. Like, what I do is I, I before I wrap it, I spray it with apple juice. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, okay, wow, that's just, fucking awesome, Doctor Fucking Wizard. Just, just, f- just keep it simple. Yeah, he's coming up to me like Bill Lye, right, the science right, guy. Right. He's right. like, and then what I do is I <laughs> take a little tang, and I mix it with. Uh, See, Betsy, she has this moonshine. I'm like, yeah. rubbing alcohol.
3: <laughs> so you
6: put rubbing alcohol on your fucking brisket. And I spray that. Then I inject her. I go, listen, dude. Literally, just keep the temperature steady. Don't let the meat, don't let the meat seize and you'll be fine. Yeah. That's all. And that's it. And, you know, for three hours, I get, to, I get stuck on some folding chair trying to drink in my bush lights. <laughs> and every two seconds, someone comes up and you know what I do? It's funny, like when people talk to me about baked beans, right? Baked, baked barbecue beans. I've heard the craziest recipes. What I do is I slack the beans. I go, "What the fuck does that mean?" I've been a chef my whole life. You no, know, you can't slack a bean, right? You know what <laughs> I mean. What is it? It does. It's slacking is when you slack something. It's like um, it's like uh, defrosting it. He's using the wrong word. He sounded like Mike Tyson when he's getting interviewed <laughs> by Larry Merch. I will vatu like he doesn't. Even, he's just using words, right? Like chef words, just to. So one day I was with one of the most winningest guys, Myron Mixon, and he's from Georgia. And I said to him, I said, Myron, your beans have won every award on the planet. I mean, you you have the most award-winning beans in the history of, I'm sure there's somebody that's going to put me on Twitter, he, no, there's a guy that won half a time more than him. (laughs) Fucking losers. (laughs) Leave your mother alone and get a fucking job. Stop going through her purse, you fucking weird trolls. Oh, they mean well. Oh yeah, <laughs> like skin cancer, <laughs> like the river that almost took the twenty. <laughs> so, so I said, I said, Myron, you know, please. I mean, level with me. I'm not, I'm not gonna make them. I'm not gonna try to make them. I, I really want to know. Yeah. He says, uh, All right. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Cause you know he knows – you know, we're, I'm his contemporary. We're, you know what I mean? We're, mm-hmm. we're talking shop. He goes, well, first you opened a can <laughs> of Big beans. Oh, my God. He's like, B&M's B- the best. <laughs> that's
4: a step. <laughs> well, first what you got to do so
6: is get the can. yourself a can opener. Yeah. So this is literally an ingredient is a can opener. Yeah. And all all of a sudden, the, like all the joy is leaving my face because I'm like, it's another one of these BS, barbecue, hoax, bullshit things that I got to sit and listen to. And he goes, and then what uh, What I do is, then I open a can of uh, peach pie filling. And I put the peach pie filling, I mix it with the ribs. I put a little bit of my dry rub from the ribs into there, a little bit of barbecue sauce that i you know, probably Open Pit or whatever everyone yeah. uses and makes believe they make their own, which is bullshit. I, I know three people in the, all of the South that makes their barbecue sauce. <laughs> U-Bonds and and maybe U-Bonds. So they're sitting there. A lot of people make it, but those are, calm down, everybody. <laughs> Fuck, it is food, bro. You
4: got to be careful. You got to be real careful.
6: So, um, so he's like, then you, you mix that together. And I put the beans in the smoker under the brisket and just let the brisket fat go in and that's the beans. So he doesn't make beans. He doesn't make anything. Right. It's just where he puts them and how he uses them. Yeah. Won every award. He's like the bean was No kidding.
4: Yeah. Wow. Meanwhile,
6: there's like, and then the opposite is all these weekend warriors. Hey, Carl, got a minute? I said, uh, no, I don't. I got some bourbon for him. I'm like, all right, let's talk about your <laughs> let's fucking talk. beans. So I just sit in there fucking with a straw in his fucking in a bottle of Blantons. And he's like, <laughs> what I do is. I take the beans and I rest them in my refrigerator on like apple cider for 4 days. I'm like, you're going to kill somebody, you <laughs> fucking idiot. You know what I mean? You're going to create botulism. <laughs> then I shave the garlic and I and I, and I put the garlic next to the ribs on my green egg. I'm like, I got to go. Bro, you just listen. You've lost your mind. You've lost your mind. Right. You're making something so simple so complicated. Why do people do that? They
4: want to be the next big thing.
6: Yeah, but they don't realize that the big guys They're all, what they know how to do is number one, you want to be a great guy in barbecue, learn how to make a fucking fire. (laughs) You know what (laughs) what I mean? Stop with your stupid fucking tandoori oven, green eggs and all your bullshit. Learn how to make a fire out of wood. Learn how to make coal. It's very important. Like all the big guys, they make their own wood. I mean, they make their own coals. They, they, they're fire makers. This is what these guys do. This is. The number one thing is understanding fire. If you're a stick burn barbecue guy, stick burn means you're you're cooking with wood. You're not using pellets. Th- th- those people are nothing. They're they're yeah. what I call grill watchers. They watch the grill. They could die, and the fucking thing will be ready. Someone just has to take it out. But if you're a stick burn, you got to know how to do fire. You got to make. You got to understand your product. You got to understand the time mm. and the temperature. The real barbecue guys, they stay up all night. They stoke the fire and they keep it. Imagine they keep a fire at the right, you know, within five degrees for 17 hours, 18 hours. That's a talent. You have to know the temperature, the air. And then whatever they put in there is going to be delicious because they're creating that white, the white that we call the Pope smoke. You know, they've got Mm -hmm. the white smoke. Everything's running perfect. You could tell when a guy's firing all cylinders in barbecue because the fire is consistent. He ain't opening the pit. every. And then you go on, on the other side of the competition, you go see the amateurs. They got nine probes in the fire, yelling at their wife, Beverly, I need more woods or something's going on in the smoke. Are, the beans, the apple cider spilling from the beans. Something's going on. <laughs> something's going on. I don't understand why the smoke's so black. <laughs> And I'm like, you don't, know, you don't know the first thing about making fire. We need another
3: hickory stick.
6: I need mean, two more hickory. Get the eucalyptus one that we got imported from
4: Canada. And like, a couple like, baseball bats. <laughs> exactly.
3: But it's, our it's those amateurs in that
7: will that that explain everything. That <clears throat> when I lived down in Atlanta, there's a guy that I know that fancied himself one of these. I, uh, you know, I. Oh, he'll cook for anything. He'll he'll you know we're gonna have a party or an outing or something, and he'll cook for anything. Okay. And <clears throat> I went to his house. And he has like seven of these electric outdoor grills, <laughs> like propane, electric, all of these. Again, all of those bells and whistles and all that shit you're talking about. And uh, it was either overdone, underdone. <laughs> it was just, but he's out there like with a lab coat, you know, running around, yeah, yeah. moving. To, the guy next to him, right. you know, the, the other guy that brings it, just simple, yeah. simple thing. Most of the stuff he does is either, um, didn't even have a fancy thing. Actually, he does, he's got a couple of different smokers and. Mm. I forget what it was. One of the things was on a you know hundred dollar Weber grill that you get in. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, but with wood. Yeah. you know, yeah, same like, kind of thing. Just it's the I it drove me batty the whole time I lived down there. These guys yeah. that that were it's
6: like the people with the Weber grills are like, oh well, you know, my Weber. You know, I'm like Do you you under like they're like Weber is perfect for the smoke, the way it rolls the smoke around the. That's why it's around. Oh. I said, I don't want to I don't want to ruin your day, barbecue guy. But you know what? A Weber used to be an ocean buoy that these two guys took from World War II and they cut it in half right. and they made a grill. It's an ocean buoy. That's all you know, it is? Yes. yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, uh-uh, because <laughs> you know, their life starts to collapse in front of them because he's telling me how the 16-inch Weber, the, the smoke is designed. It, it, he goes, Carl, like claws. that It, cra- it grabs onto the <laughs> side and it moves all over to the vent area. And, it, and I'm like- it's an ocean buoy. Stop it! You sound
4: crazy. That's unbelievable. I, I would assume these guys want to be showmen, though, so they're all trying to, you know, put on a show.
6: Right. The problem is, is though they they run headlong into science. <laughs> right. right, <laughs> right. At a hundred miles an hour.
4: They forgot to keep it simple.
6: You got to keep it simple, like
4: these. You know. Have to keep the fire. Uh, when I when I got,
6: go when you know when we see that when you see all the pros show up into the city, these guys ain't worried. They're drinking beers. They get a little lawn chair. They're all they're doing.
4: They got it. They down. don't
6: talk about meat. Once, right? They talk about the fire,
4: right? They're all partying, having a good time, c- collecting their trophies. They're their not doing anything. Not doing
6: anything, but they're did stuff. all their
4: work back home exactly. and they got the system down. They
6: got the system down. They understand smokers, right? They don't. They don't like new smokers. You know, like the Fox Brothers. You know, they these two guys. You know, we're in the middle of this thing, and you know, in the, in the barbecue event, and they just, and they, you know, they call you over, Carl. Come here. Any part of the brisket he takes off, try that. Good, right? He's done the same thing to me five years. It's tasted perfect five years. Every time. And you see the new guys, he's like, I got what I did. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I I got this new rub. And the the crazier the names they put on shit, the worse it's going to be. This is called Double Eagle, 45 caliber, uh, Jap killer. I'm like this. This, this, <laughs> this is paprika and sugar. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny those fox those fox brothers out of Atlanta have have figured out how to walk right down the middle of the field the way you were talking about yeah. before. So if you go to the original joint, I used to go to the original yeah. joint, and it was you didn't get the story. There was no grandma's hickory any yeah. of that stuff. It was just the very two simple. kids from Texas are really good, right? So, but now that they've opened up in the the stadiums, right? They've sort of franchised a little yeah. bit. If, some of that is there. For the tourists. Like, they'll spin the tail for the tourists. But if you go to the original joint, that's the local place. You don't get any of that kind of bullshit. And those are down-to-earth guys. yeah, good barbecue. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. There's like those- Without uh, the nonsense. A
6: buddy of mine was like, uh, he tries to be like a big foodie from up here. He's like, uh, you know what real uh, barbecue is? It's uh, pig ear sandwiches from Memphis. I said, oh, really? Wow. That's awesome. So you're saying that's like the- he goes, yeah. I go, do you know that place was started by a Mexican immigrant? And the only reason they serve pig ears is because they were cheap and they boiled them. And then they put them on a grill. There's no smoking or anything to a pig ear sandwich. He goes, oh, I didn't know that. I said,
4: I do. Now get the fuck away from it. <laughs> <laughs> it so was a nickel. It. it was a sandwich. It was a nickel for right. poor people. Well, that's how, I mean, chicken wings uh, was a cheap. Yeah. Look
6: at chicken wings now. They're more expensive than me.
4: Yeah. And chicken wings was a cheap uh, uh, meal.
6: How good were those wings at Jeremiah's, right?
4: Amazing. You, were, you ate fucking... You were crushing I, I love my chicken wings.
6: And the tater tots with the buffalo Oh, sauce. my yeah, God. God.
4: Jeremiah's in Rochester. That that was the they best... They get wings, man. Jesus Christ, Rochester. I'll jump on this. That was the best appetizer I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. agree with you. What yep. was it? The tater tots? Tater tots with buffalo sauce and canned cheese and it fucking... Was, and, and, and other and cheese. And blue cheese. And crumbled and blue, blue cheese. cheese. Right. Come on. It was oh.
6: insane. That
4: All was, right. You ate a lot of that shit. Hell yeah, man. I had a good time up there in Rochester. I miss those guys. We should wrap up. What do you think? Yeah, right. That's it? No. What do you want to do? I was hoping my brother was going to call. Nope. He did text back. He's, uh, it's funny because we were mentioning Waiting River, my, uh, my grandma's old beach house that we no longer have in the family. He, he goes, sorry, I'm driving from Waiting River with the fam, so he can't call the podcast. So those stories are going to have to wait there, Carl, if that's okay with you. Thank you, Littlefoot. Thank you, Mike. Carl, you rule. Anything else you want to say, Carl?
6: Um, a couple things. Gina, we got to get her back on. She wants to talk to us. Okay, we could do that. But Robert, me and Robert got to go on a date with her. She wants to go on both <laughs> with both of us. I th- I say head to head. Me and Robert. I mean, I'm going to win. I mean, it's anyway. there's no competition. It's like, I'm not that it's like, dumb. It's
4: like me and old wait. Long. She wants to go out with you and him. Maybe it. Maybe you know. Would you? Huh. Would you? If If it was on the table. Anything that's necessary. With, I mean, with Littlefoot. Not with Littlefoot, but Littlefoot. Where would he be in the room? Like, let's draw the room. Well, the, I mean, it's, <laughs> we're talking about a threesome. Yeah. I mean, she obviously has to say yes to this. Why are you comfortable being naked with Littlefoot? Oh, I'm 100% comfortable. You don't me. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I was hoping for a little uncomfortable. No, I'm 100%. <laughs> no problem. Slap on the butt like we're fucking playing baseball. Robert, I'm
4: in. Watch out. What about you, Littlefoot?
7: <laughs> Same thing. I don't mm-hmm. care.
4: You don't, You wouldn't give a fuck. Nope. You were just
6: stripped out.
4: There's a girl in you know You got to look good. <laughs> You're right. There's... This is fucking war, my friend. You think this is a game? What if uh, your penis is touched? I mean, just this because... By who? Well, because you're trying that move that I see in some of those pornos. Anchoring? <laughs> <laughs> or docking? Docking? <laughs> I'm not talking about docking. What are you talking about? You sick fuck. <laughs> docking is where you take the yeah the the foreskin of one and yeah and a
6: little foot docking it up. <laughs> The Mir space station,
4: and, and put uh, a glove on the other one with you're The Mir your space skin. station and the and in the <laughs> no. Intrepid. No, I was talking about the double penetration where your where your where your penises might touch.
6: Don't bother me if it don't bother you, cause I'm in. But I'm you know, I get
4: I pick uh, I pick where I'm going. Well, where you go? Where would you go? Well,
6: always the honeypot.
4: You go honeypot, so you're all right with the. Uh, oh, that's, that doesn't matter. You get, only one of us can make a choice. <laughs> Oh, but he might be out at this point. Huh?
6: He's the like, I mean, it sounds like a win-win <laughs> to Uncle Carl.
7: He's the chef. I have to
4: defer. Yeah. See. Uh, all right. Wow, you guys are weird. Oh, no, we're <laughs> not. You're weird. Yeah, maybe I'm weird. I don't know if I could be naked in front of you guys. hope oh, How did you get involved in this? I mean, all of a you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. Like, you're already see, you
7: already can't see. What you're involved. missing is the fact that both of us wear glasses. So once we take them off, we really can't see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just feeling around anyway. So. All you hear is Littlefoot,
6: I'm not Gina. <laughs> Too late, buddy. I'm all in. <laughs> we'll talk about it tomorrow. Get some therapy,
4: Littlefoot. I'm all in. <laughs> it's not gay because we don't have our glasses on. <laughs> if you can't identify me in
6: a
3: it's not gay.
4: <laughs>
6: I did not have gay sex because my glasses were off. That's right. <laughs> I, oh, I did feel this little baby ankle <laughs> Rushing up against my ear <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that was <laughs> oh, Little monkey feet touching my face
4: <laughs> Two
6: Mr. Magoos
4: <laughs> Feeling their way around the oh, world excuse excuse me Oh. Fucking messes. Oh, fuck, that was funny. <laughs> She's bored. <laughs> yeah, she,
6: she left. <laughs> Just two blind mice crushing each other in a room. <laughs> She's on Netflix. She gave. She gave up on you two idiots. Gave <laughs> up. Uh, I'm like,
4: y'all, put on some docking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go now. Put some docking on. You, you both think you're, you're with Gina. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> She's on the phone with room service. <laughs> On these idiots <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's get the fuck out of here. Just <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> <He's> twirling her head
7: <laughs> See the problem yeah. is because we took advantage of the sponsor from earlier in the show.
6: Yeah. Yeah, yeah manscaping <laughs> we never know. We wouldn't know.
4: Oh, oh my god Yeah punished. I want to I want to thank I don't even know If they're advertising On this episode They might have uh, Manscaped Yeah the, uh, Promo code O-P-O-P-I-E Get that bush. To get whacked. their Manscaped Perfect package 2.0 I, I just gave him A free commercial there
3: Good
4: Joey
0: wrap it up <laughs> Another great episode in the books, boys. And just to show you how small a world it is, Carl, I have family in Maryland and even lived there for some time. In fact, in my late teens and early 20s, I played chaps when it was a nightclub and had Gus's pit beef at his place in Dundalk before it was famous. Nothing beats that Baltimore pit beef or steamed crabs and that Old Bay seasoning. Now I'm jonesing for it. Congrats on putting New Jersey on the map for that sandwich, Carl. You're like a Cuban Springsteen. When I lived in New Jersey from 2006 to 2012, I was a stone's throw away from Ruts Hut. Best hot dogs ever. Looking forward to visiting your place in the future, Chef. By the way, great stuff by Greg, setting up the interview clips on this one and playing them from the studio like the old days. And Mikey, you'll get there. Like Robert said, love you. Now don't forget to rate us five stars at Apple Podcasts. Visit opiradio.com for merch and a stream of this show. And until next time, Joey Salvia on behalf of the Westwood One Podcast Network saying thanks for subscribing to Opie Radio. E.B., take us home. Networks ENC's Pot of Awesomeness. Your host Edge and Christian talk wrestling. Becky Lynch,
9: thanks I for coming on. So, if we look at the trajectory, i will probably be the double champ. I'm gonna walk out there with SmackDown Women's Champion and the Raw Women's Champion. I'm gonna carry the whole company on my back and just walk right out of there like a donkey.
0: ENC's Pot of Awesomeness. Download it free and easy wherever you get your podcasts from the Westwood One Podcast Network.